Hello, everyone, and welcome to the fifth podcast of Uniquely Dumb. My name is John. And I'm Hey Ben. And instead of being uniquely dumb on this podcast, we're probably going to be uniquely depressed. True. You know, like, just, <laughs> it's not going to be, I mean, maybe it'll be happy for some people, you know, listening yeah. to our demise. Maybe yeah. Maybe you can relate and be depressed with us. Maybe you can also right. get on the depression train and never leave the station, you know, just choo choo, chugging along on next stop maybe depression you station. Are, maybe you're on like a happiness train. I can't relate at all. And yeah. You're like, that's fine too. But don't listen to us. <laughs> Anyways, like this is not for the happy people. This is for the depressed people <laughs> and depressed people only, period. Yeah. Yeah, this is very. Usually, we don't have like prejudice or bias, but if you're happy, then get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, you're fine. But on this episode, we'll be talking about living in quarantine, specifically as college students. You know how it really changed our lives as both students and just people in general. And if you can relate, you know who can relate? Anyway, <laughs> who can I relate? Hated that. I hated that. Anyways. Um, we are not here to provide any medical or health-related advice. Um, this is purely just our own experiences and insights into our daily lives in quarantine. Disclaimer, this is just personal opinions. We clearly don't know anything. P.S. We might swear. Period. So, John. I have some questions for you. Are you ready? Oh my god, I'm so I've never been more ready. I'll be honest, I've never been more ready in my life to talk about this topic. Honestly, same. But mostly I'm interested in like how the fuck are you? Like, are you good? Like, how are you functioning? Like, what's going on in your life? Like, how are the duos, like the parental authorities? Like, what's going on? You know, like how are you? Like loaded questions, I admit, but like how are you? It adds a lot, you know, like, mm-hmm. the how are you, you know, it's usually, I feel like in the past, <laughs> it was, like, a way to say hello. Yeah, it's, it was just a quick, like, hey, how are you? I'm like, oh, I'm good, how are you? And it's just, like, cool, <laughs> okay, bye. Right. Like, especially working customer service, you'd be like, oh, like, how are you? It's a script, you know? essentially, it's a script. You just It's literally a script. Yeah. Like, now, now. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be surprised if people, if I ask people, like, how are you? They'd be like, I'm um, not good. I'd be like, oh, I think um, just break down. you want to talk um, about it? But, like, also I have customers, so, like, maybe later? Right now, honestly, I'm doing okay. Honestly, okay, first of all, winter, we all know. I am, we're not, I'm not a fan. Not a fan <laughs> of the cold. Not a fan. The only thing that I like is really snow, and it is snowing right now, so kind of better than I usually am. But like um, still not good. <laughs> no, I mean I wouldn't say anything like I I don't know. I don't feel it comes in waves and usually mm-hmm. it comes in waves during the day and I'm happy right now because I'm talking to you. Mm, same. Um but yeah, like after this is done I'll probably um eat and be sad. <laughs> I mean same, that was my plan. Yeah, Truly that I was my plan. I was gonna eat dinner or some remnant of dinner that I can scavenge and right. Literally scavengers. We're literally vultures. Yeah, I mean that's my life. I don't know what you're living, but like, uh, my procrastinating on more assignments. You know, that's yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's what I was planning on doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ethan. Yeah, what's up? How are you? 
Um, I talked about this before, but like, I don't have a good answer to that. I wish I could be like, you know, I'm okay. I'm doing better, but I'm really not. And like, like you said, it comes in like weird incremental ways of like, oh my goodness, like today's such a good day. Like I'm going to do X, Y, Z. I'm going to be so productive. I'm going to be blah, 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 blah. But I feel like the environment that we live in is not very conductive to be productive. Oh, that rhymes. To do anything. (laughs) And not even just the environment, but like I'm in my childhood bedroom and it's not that I'm not grateful that I'm able to be with my family. It's just more like, um, I'm sure you can relate, but when you're a college student, you have way more access to places for you to study and for you to like be a part of. So they're like, oh, if I'm kind of slacking or lacking in like the library, like you can see like five, 10 other people just like working hard and like at least pretending to work hard you know and it's just yeah it gives you a bit more of like an edge to be like oh these motherfuckers are like doing something i gotta do something too you know what i mean um okay well i have two things to say about what you're saying yeah so if you would let me I, chime go in. ahead please go ahead okay so when you're talking about like the incremental waves i feel that but i also feel like it's like each wave is like higher like it's mm. like i feel like i feel like the breaks between the waves are like for me it's like longer mm. but in like my mind like my psychology it gives like the wave more time to build up oh. so each time i get more angry and more frustrated and it interesting seems to last longer interesting. you know what i mean? so, feel that so is it kind of like a roller coaster and like you're like it's like building up for like the next wave right. and it's like build and like when you go down you go down hard like you crash it's like a never-ending roller coaster, in, except the first drop is like the smallest drop, and then the drop just keeps getting bigger. And instead of being fun, it's not fun. <laughs> instead of like, can I get off now? It's like, no, you can never leave. <laughs> okay, but like, if that was an actual roller coaster, I'd be fine. I'd be like, I'm moving on. Like, that's but fine. Like, <laughs> that's why I did more waves, like, you know, like tsunami vibes, because mm, tsunamis mm, are never fun, mm. you know? I mean, I can't imagine tsunamis being fun, but like... <laughs> No, I don't think they're fun for anyone. Like, no, definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> so we're not pro tsunami on this podcast. We're not pro tsunami. <laughs> like we're anti tsunami, if that is a possible stand yeah, to be. Strict, <laughs> strong, conservative anti tsunami on this. We don't accept any tsunamis. We don't know tsunamis like... will be accepted on this podcast. We don't discriminate like... much, but we discriminate <laughs> tsunamis. And let that be clear. Let that be on the record. If a tsunami came to us and was like, listen, like, hear me out. (laughs) We'd be like, no, 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 no. Like, no. Can you hear our, can you listen to our podcast? Because it explains our anti-tsunami approach. Anti-tsunami stance. Anti-tsunami policies, like, done. (laughs) Signed, sealed, and delivered to the tsunami. Okay, good. I remember, I, like, forgot what I was going to say, and then I remembered. <laughs> Love <laughs> so that. The second thing that you said, I do think it's, like, it's just, like, being independent, right? Yeah. Because we were so used to having that, like, independence and, like, ooh, my voice just cracked. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> it's the sadness like, leaving your voice. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> period. It is. It's the tsunami leaving my head. Oh, barely. <laughs> I told you, we're anti-tsunami here. Like, we will not accept tsunamis. No. But, like, I don't know. It's just, like, I'm in the same predicament as you, obviously. Um, like, basically being in my room, not really leaving much. Um, big, big, toll, big toll on your mental health, I think, for most people. And I think we're in a, I don't want to say unique predicament, but I think we're in a more I guess fairly unusual predicament because we're seniors and for those who 
are not in like higher education yet, like when you're usually a senior, this is a time for you to be thinking about whether staying in your college town that you're li uh, like you're living and like looking for jobs or like doing internships and job researches. It's not that you can't do job searches like elsewhere, but the the city that we're living in living in was extreme was an extremely great resource for it that to happen. Like, like it was in the middle of everything. Uh, DC, well, I mean, obviously. We said where we lived. We lived in DC. Yeah, we lived in DC. Nation's capital. Truly, not that. Like, it's not like people would be like, "Oh my God, DC, where's that?" Like, it's not like a mystery. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh my like God, a what a mysterious like, uh, like, oh my goodness, like we're we're not in Kansas anymore, guys. Like, it's not like. It's not like people don't know where the fuck DC is. It's just yeah, it's literally the capital of like. And for so. something that has to do with like both of our majors, it's just extremely helpful helpful to like know the people there, build connections, and like build right. your resources in the city that you want to live in, stay in. Like, and that's what we were hoping to do when we were living there. But you know, that obviously yeah. didn't work out. No. Okay. So Haven. Yes. Kind of speaking on that. How was life for you a year before, or maybe like a couple of months before the pandemic for both like your mental health, physical being, being you know, where were you, what setting, what right. environment were you in? Right so before the pandemic? I'll hit a little bit of everything. Um, the first thing was I transferred into um, George Washington University, the school that we yes. go to. And my experience is a little bit different from like first year experiences because I came in kind of like, already knowing like full well and like what I want to do, like what I want to accomplish. Was this? this was in 2018, I believe. Okay. So I did that. I did like a full year at George Washington. I had some, you know, great and also really shitty experiences as everybody does. And like, you know, first year of like anywhere, any place. So that happened. But overall, I started to build a community there and I was really excited to actually deepen that community and like deepen the yeah. relationships that strengthen. I was building, strengthen the relationships I was building with the people. And the thing is, I also did a, a study abroad this fall of 2019, I believe. 2019, yeah. That's when you were gone. That's when I was gone. And you know, if that you want to hear about that, go to our third episode? <laughs> something like that? I don't remember. I don't Maybe that. we'll do another episode on just like, hey, yeah, study to, abroad. Yeah. Truly. <laughs> And that was another experience because I had I built a whole other community and relationship while I was back in Korea, but I didn't I wasn't able to get the chance to deepen my relationships in DC. But you'll definitely speak more on this. But you had an amazing opportunity to really make good friends with like your coworkers, with your supervisors, and just like your classes and your like your I guess your classmates and like your peers in general, which I'm sure you'll get into. And yeah. I was really excited to the following spring of 2020 to actually you know, continue on my relationships and continue on my friendships and like see where they go. But, you know, that didn't happen because I think we were about three months into the school and we had to go back. Correct me if right I'm wrong. Spring break right March. before. So it was during like spring. It was like three months. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that was hard because I had all these plans on kind of what I wanted to do and what I wanted to accomplish. But enough about me. I feel like I just like <laughs> rattled on. What about no, you? Really good. I'll give you a hand. Oh my god, thank you. Thank everyone, you, thank you. Thank you. Someone sent me some like fake claps. <laughs> if but, if we are also an anti-anti clapping. Truly. Clapping, if you're not clapping, they're like, get out of here. Like, what are you doing? Like, we're not welcome. You aren't clapping when we're telling you to clap. Like, just don't even. <laughs> don't even come. Don't even. <laughs> 
So, you know, that was kind of my situation, health and physical health wise. I feel like health is another episode we can get into on just like physical well-being, but I was doing really well. I was sticking to a regimen. I had early morning classes, so all my classes would end around before, like around the afternoon. Oh so like God, I would I go to your schedule. Yeah, and I would go to classes. I would go to the gym, and right before then too, like I would make my own lunch. So like I would eat in the classes, like you know, let my digestive system do its thing and like digest yeah. and like take a nap in the class too, just for me to be like, hey. when I'm awake, I can like you know be refreshed <laughs> and go work out and like. I would work out for like an hour and then come like, you know, shower and then go to work. So like I had a really like, I wouldn't say rigorous, but I had a really like disciplined schedule that I would follow. And that was my schedule for three months. Like I, I was sticking to it and, you know, it was really good. I, when I, after work, I would come home and like make dinner and like do my homework and like just be like a regular college student as one should, as one w- would and do. Right. And it's not like, I'm not a partier, like you know that I am, yeah, but no, I'm not in the seat. We never went out. Like, yeah, yeah, it was not that kind of like thrilling life, truly. We, we worked all the time. Right. Like when I say all the time, like if you weren't in yeah. class, we were like working and that was it. And John, we you can working. go into more about like, your internship and your work. But yeah, hello. I will, you know, turn the questions on you. Like, how okay. was life before the pandemic, your mental health and your physical well being just. You know, like, what was it like before GW2 and, like, how did you adjust to GW and everything? So, you know, go ahead. Okay, so I guess I'll go back to my freshman year at GW. So that was yeah. a year before you got there in 2017. Yeah, yep. Um, I had a really rough freshman year. And we, we will, we haven't, we're going to have a podcast specifically about college. So many podcasts. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how much detail to get into, but it was pretty rough. I had a, it was a, it was a tough learning curve, I guess, like learning adjustment. And also like new environment too, just new like, environment, like new just people. new people, just like everything um, new. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, and also I was, I was in your major. Yeah. So that, that whole, you know, we'll get into it. We'll get into it later. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, my freshman year was pretty rough, but towards the, I was actually going to, I was planning on transferring. It was that bad. I know. But, I remember you telling me. So that would have been crazy. I would have transferred before I even met you. Yeah, that would have been so um, sad. But I actually, what kind of changed my mind was I got the job um, that at the um, working at the gym, at our school's gym, that me and Haven worked at. Um, and that's how we met each other. But it really was kind of, it kind of saved um, GW for me because I got to meet new people people in different majors, you know, people outside my classroom. And you got to build, and, like, a community of just right. not, like, classmates, but, like, coworkers and classmates. Yeah, Co- coworkers, classmates, you know, even patrons, like, people you wanted, um, like, just regular people who were working out, you know, things like that. I also got more confident in working out, you know. I yeah. was scared to go to a gym for a while because – social anxiety and everything yeah just hard to work out in public and people are watching yes. and you think that they're watching only you when they have their own shit to do i'm just like oh no <laughs> when no one really cares when no one really cares i'm just like oh my god they're all watching me and thinking that i have bad form and i'm just like eh. anyways so i decided to stay and not only that i was started making friends in like other classes you know kind of one thing led to another so i i decided to stay at gw I think that was like kind of the best decision I've ever made. And I'm so um, glad you did, like, to be honest. Yeah, no, and we wouldn't, we literally wouldn't have met each other if I no. decided to transfer somewhere closer to home. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, so, sophomore year was, oh, sorry, were you going to ask something? No, I was going to say, I think you started a semester earlier than I did. So you started in like your spring semester, I'm going to say, of like your freshman year? For, oh, working? Yeah. Yeah, spring. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. It was literally the week after spring break. So mm-hmm. a lot of revolves around spring break. <laughs> so many things revolve around so spring break. So many things revolve around spring break. And so um, you had like a whole semester in before I got into GW, like from the get go. Yes. And so you were just like starting to build your community earlier than like what, what I obviously, yeah, I, you know. I can't even imagine how Hidman did it because it took me, it literally took me a whole year <laughs> to get adjusted. And I mean, Hidman was kind of just thrown in and she had a year less. And she ended up studying abroad, so it was a lot. But my sophomore year, you know, had it had it ups and down. We're definitely not going to glorify college. You know, it wasn't um, amazing all the time. But we're also um, not going to discredit it for right. what it is and what it can yeah. do potentially for right. someone. And, and that is amazing. And if you're one yeah, of those people, I, congrats. But it's not for me right now. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, well, when I was there, I was growing, you know, as a person, you know, professionally, socially. I think socially is really where I kind of branched out. Because um, before I was very, I'm still very shy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, towards my junior year, I kind of was branching out, talking to more people, you know. You were thriving. I remember coming I, back and just thinking, I, like, you are doing so well, like, <laughs> Man, I do you even want me to be? Like, do you even want to be my friend anymore? Like you're such a social butterfly. <laughs> okay, that was never on the table. But I would say my junior year fall semester was one of the best, best semesters you had. It was my favorite semester, even though Haven was gone, and that kind of sucked. Um, I I just I became friends with so many people. And you really did. I am so sorry if you can hear that. But um, I just became friends. I'm so sorry you can hear my little crackling. <laughs> I became friends with so many people. And um, it wasn't even just socially. It was, um, you know, I got, and well, I don't know. It was just, you know, being, also we got promoted at our job, which wasn't even a big deal. But at it the felt time, like a big there, deal. <laughs> there was um, an option where we could possibly go to grad school at our university for free yeah. um, through our jobs. Yeah. So we were kind of trying to work our way up the ladder through that because both me and Haley wanted to go to grad school. Um, and then my spring semester, um, I was taking a full coursework. You were doing of, like, a lot. You should explain what you were doing. I was working I'm at the gym a lot, like Haley explained, and I was also doing an internship. Um, and the internship, basically, I, I don't know how much detail I should go into, but I was basically starting a program for um, kids with, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. What is happening? Um, it, it, like, example, like, 1.1 on, like, why being at home is not that great sometimes. <laughs> this is literally the perfect time. Truly. Anyways, um, I was starting a program for basically kids with disabilities um, to be able to play soccer. And I remember um, you and telling me about this and I remember you being like really excited to actually get it started. And like, it was a lot of work in the beginning, definitely, but you it were was, also- It was very stressful. I'm but you were also doing it. things and like doing actual yeah. like conclusive, like physical things that like you could have actually seen through, you know? Like you had a project that you started and you were gonna finish. Like that's so cool. Yeah. It, it was really cool. It was really like interesting that I was working in a professional environment where mm-hmm. I was actually like, passionate what I was doing not saying I wasn't passionate about our job at the gym but it was a work study job you yeah know, like, <laughs> you need the money you go in you get out like you know right. bada boom bada bing like here we go right. 
Um, like Cameron said for mental and physical health, I was on a strict regimen. I worked out basically every day. Mm. Um, you were I good. would every week I would go run to the monuments, which was something that was so cool. And like, who can um, say that? Who can say that? Like, oh yeah, like I just like my morning run. I just went to the Washington Monument, and then I just like took a lap around the Lincoln. Like, you know, and yeah. I was like, huh? <laughs> I know, and I, I I made sure to do that every week. I remember thinking in my mind, I'm like, I need to take like advantage of this because this is something that. And also, um, just to be clear, our university was very, it's a very expensive university. Oh, and, extremely. Uh, me and, and Haven worked our asses off in high school to be able to afford to go to this university. Mm -hmm. And we knew how much um, it meant to us to be able to get this opportunity. Mm -hmm. It was a big opportunity. I'm, like, I can't express that enough because yeah, I never thought, when I applied, I never thought I would be able to afford to get into um, the school. Like, I didn't yeah. know if I was going to get in, number one. Number two, I didn't think I would afford it. And, I mean, uh, we can speak on this on another podcast on just, like, financing for, like, your college or, like, higher education. But we – I had a lot of scholarship money, I suppose. Yeah. And, you know, I also had lo I also have loans, too. Like, don't get me wrong. I still have loans. It's just that my family – like, just because we go to maybe a very expensive school doesn't mean that we have the means to – no. provide for that expensive school a lot of it was from the school like scholarship loans or like scholarships where they were like okay we yeah. see that you're not as financially well off as the other students who attend this school so we're going to give you like additional funds to help you and i'm so thankful for that but it is really dependent on your financial level status and kind of like your family's income and i right. my family did not have enough income to support both my older brother and i are going to um college so they really helped me out there they really did I mean, me and Haven talked about being in the same predicament. I also have, a, I also had an older sister who was in college, um, so we got a lot of money, like just through, I mean, fast food and all that. We'll get yeah. into that later, but um, yeah, it was a really, really big deal that um, was I was able to go to the school and the fact that I was adjusting to it and you know having things to do and um, yeah, and you were having fun. Like we, I was having, I was fun. having fun. Like I was excited for. A future. lot of things. I was excited for a lot of things. I mean, we mentioned this in our last podcast, but, you know, I was also going to talk about, like, what we thought our future was going to look like yeah. being in D.C. and, like, you know, working in, over the summer so we could, you know, live there and um, just, like, doing different things. I was going to continue with my internship. I didn't even mention in late March I was supposed to be flown out to Kansas City to go to, like, this conference all for free. And, like... like explain like your program yeah. and like actually like spearhead the whole thing and like that's yes. so cool and like you're gonna get an actual job out of it i know that my internship supervisor did mention something about you know getting paid for that and like it was just gonna be really it was there was a lot there's a lot to look forward to it and, was um, yeah mental and physical health were pretty good you know i'm not gonna lie college is stressful sometimes and with me having a full course, I had to drop like a class because it was too much for me. And you fainted. Um, oh, why did I pass out? <laughs> yeah, let's not forget about the time you fainted. <laughs> I would say my mental and physical health was so good that I started myself one day and completely passed out. Um, the day John fainted, um, our my our friend and I were so worried that like I started making sandwiches and mm -hmm. they literally came to my door and she was like calling him and was like just making sure that he was okay and I we came over to his dorm and was like okay you're gonna eat this in front of us and then 
have some snacks, have some like sugary things, and then you know we'll talk a little, and then we'll leave. Like, you know. <laughs> they know they literally came over to my dorm room and like force fed me. <laughs> like it was so funny. Um, <laughs> Not funny for the people who were like, oh, you fainted. Oh looking back on it, I think it's funny, but um, no, mental and physical well-being was definitely, um, I guess, better than it is now. Um, yeah. Hundred percent. So, like, following up on that. Mm-hmm. Now that we're in this pandemic, like, you know, it's been about a year, I guess close to about a year. First of all, barf. Literally a year. Like, that's ridiculous. But, um, how are you adjusting to it? Like, are you adjusted to, like, your home life? Like, yeah, like, how is it living with your parents? And, like, how is it just, like, being back in your hometown and, like, in your childhood bedroom, like, seeing, I guess, your high school friends if they're back in college as well? I mean, if they're back in their hometowns as well. So at the beginning, um, I, I'm going to go through like phases. Yeah. yeah. Um, kind of in terms of like mentally and like everything like that, it just, like I said, it comes in phases and waves and things like that. Um, so um, at first it was kind of weird because. Because we all like expected this, to go back. <laughs> we expected to go back in the fall and also like, it was like I was like sad because I wasn't gonna see any of like my senior friends. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That was like my mental state. I was like all those friends that I've had. Like I'm, I'm I feel really bad for them because they're not gonna have a graduation. Yeah, they're not gonna like be able to go back and like they were kicked out. Like they probably had jobs lined up. They probably had all these things lined up. Like class of um yeah. twenty twenty. Like really really awful. I will um, say some of them had places in DC that they were right. like paying rent and like you know like being adults. One hundred percent. Like. Yeah, I mean, it was different for everyone. It's yeah. still, I was like, that was my mindset at first, because I was like, okay, at least I'll have another year, right? Like, yeah, like, at least I can back. come back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, I don't know who had it worse, 2020. I think we did, honestly. <laughs> I think the year of 2021 has it worse, only because yeah. 2020 spring was when this happened, and that's when a lot of the seniors were graduating, and right. a lot of the professors were like, also unexpected about the situation so, right. and so they made a lot of their finals and a lot of like their projects like yeah, take home or like open class or like open notes and like just like easier. way more lenient yeah. class was definitely a lot more easier it was kind of like thrown together like i definitely got higher grades that i would have but that kind of didn't really matter to me yeah um i also um just um passed a lot of grades because i was like i'm <laughs> not gonna focus on those oh, yeah <laughs> Um, I don't know. Well, I mean, for you, for the beginning of, I'm going to say adjusting, we're, we'll do it in phases. Cause mm-hmm. like for the beginning of the pandemic, like what was your mindset? Like when we were first home, like the first from like March, April, you know, like things like that. I, I guess I was really optimistic <laughs> if I'm going to be yes. honest. I was really optimistic that this is just going to be a spring break, like maybe a month long right. thing. And you know, once we get the clear and like the go ahead, we're just going to be coming back to the school and just like kind of resume life in precaution, like cautionary life, you know, but that clearly was not what happened. So like when I like really was like taking the break in for myself, I didn't work out. I didn't like really like, you know, do my health regimens or anything. So I just kind of really let everything go thinking that I would get that life back in DC, right? which didn't really help with my adjusting here, if I'm being honest. Like, I started to get up at ridiculously late hours, just like 1 or 2 p.m. and just sleeping at like 3, 4 a.m. sometimes, or even like not sleeping at all and like just 
staring on my phone and just kind of scrolling mindlessly yeah. <laughs> if I'm being honest that's got depressing um but I I adjusted not well because that's the best way to put it I adjusted like things are gonna go back to normal is what I'm th- thinking so like I will have like a two weeks of like break and like do nothing and I'll come back but you know that's not what happened oh <laughs> uh, I was just gonna say like um I think at the time I wasn't optimistic but I think looking back now I would have said I'm optimistic. I was optimistic then. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if like, if this is me being off, like if this is me being uh, like sad and depressed, like how, how like positive and how like, oh my goodness, like we're going to go back. Was I like, even though it was already right. bad, like I don't. I'm yeah. Like, even though it was really bad and like, I still felt the sense right of optimism and hope of like, yeah. Oh, like, like literally when they kicked us out, they were like, oh, in two weeks we're going to come back. Yeah. That's what they said. But I yeah. kind of had an inkling that we're not going to come back until the next semester. So I was, like, preparing Same. myself for that. But I did think that we were going to come back for the next right. semester. Like, that's what I, I was, like, it. hoping. And that's what I was, like, kind of, like, betting my money on, to be honest. Like, I was, like, yeah. oh, it's my senior year. Like, no way they're not going to, like, let students come back. Like, they right. take so much money for, like, their housing and, like, their – like, how can they not, you know? So I was, I guess, really optimistic. <laughs> yeah, we, we just, like, couldn't see a way that we weren't gonna go back I guess yeah yeah so as John was saying when did shit really hit the fan for you like when were you like oh damn this is not gonna go back to normal anytime soon okay so I like I don't know about you but I feel like I had like a specific date for me oh and that really was, like that was my birthday oh um, I remember so my birthday was in May. It was my birthday's May first. Um, Very easy to remember. <laughs> yeah, and I knew like we would be at home and stuff, but like I don't. It was just weird because I don't know. I was turning twenty one. We were very excited for that to happen and be in school and stuff. Um, so just being like home with like my parents, it was kind of like a really big letdown. It seems stupid, and I know it's like dumb, but. I don't know, that's, like, kind of after that, I I just, like, I kind of had an inkling that, like, I, I started to think maybe I want to go back in the fall or the spring. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know, more reports were coming out, and even though things were getting better in the area that I live, like, starting May towards the summer, like, the number of cases were going down, but, like, everyone was saying, like, it's going to, like, go back up in the winter, like, it's going to go back up in the winter, like, cases are going to get worse um so yeah i would say in may but i still thought we were gonna go back like i remember trying to talk with my like potential roommate i remember doing housing i remember like i remember you doing that and my i remember the school was like we're gonna have optional housing like if you're gonna come like if you already applied for housing like you're gonna get in and like don't worry about that stuff so i don't think it was that bad and i was like i was also kind of i was sitting for the gre which like kind of distracted me if you remember that i was just like kind of like i need to study for the gre and i think i did that mostly because it was like a distraction honestly i mean you did it like case in point you fucking did it you were like i'm gonna do (laughs) it and you did it (laughs) um but also i had friends from home back then i do have friends from home now but it's very different shit shit kind of hit the fan later on um 
so I don't talk to that many people that I used to. Um, so that was kind of better, but I think what it really happened was when um, they canceled our housing, yeah. which was very, which, which Haven had a different scenario because she kind of decided that she was going to stay home. Yeah, my parents um, were already like pretty freaked out about yeah. the pandemic because it hit Korea pretty bad in the first like few months because of like the right. proximity to China and less like the travel wise and international groups and just like, you know, immigrants and all that stuff. So my parents are pretty worried for our extended and extended family and our relatives and which is completely understandable. And my grandmother, and she's they also knew like the scope of the pandemic. Like, yeah. They really understood. Real and you know, Korea is not like they know pandemics, like they've had, yeah. MERS, they had like various like uh, pandemics come their way and they've all done like number wise, like relatively well, but mm-hmm. it still doesn't hurt to be preca- like, cautious about yeah. any, like truly anything. But I remember you started yeah. to like really, not really deteriorate, ter- deteriorate, but you started to kind of like, what doesn't matter? Like, what is all right. mean? Like, why did I even put all the work for school? Like you were getting like angsty if that's a good word to put it yeah no actually that was really good i was just i don't know because it was kind of like all accumulated because when they when like we can't we got canceled in the fall it was like it wasn't that much of a warning to be honest with you it was like two weeks before the semester started i remember it was like not um it was not that um, it was not like that much before we were like supposed to go back um, and you were honestly, really looking forward to going back or yeah. I don't know if you were but you were like more excited than you were to go be home yeah I would say that and also um I just lost my train of thought I'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> but um no it's kind of like when that happened like you said I started like questioning things and it just was like I don't know for me it was like really sad that like I kind of put all this work in you know not even during college but like before college to be able to like we said afford going to a school like we went to and then putting all that work in in school you know for socially social wise professional wise like education wise classes wise all that stuff just to be just to like have it circle back and be at home yeah you know if that for was me, for me yeah that's for me when it like hey. i was like what's the point you know, even when I try to like break free and like become independent, it just, just came down. back. They just grabbed you and back back to your home. I don't know. Look for you when when did like shit hit the fan? Like, was it earlier? Was it later? Like, I think it was er- way earlier. I <laughs> living at home meant a lot of different things for me, but one of them was losing my independency. And I know that's a really big thing that we talk about, but. For my yeah, family, I, mean, I didn't even talk about that, so you can touch on. It. I'm sure I'm gonna yeah, agree with you on a lot of it. For my family, as I mentioned in like the first podcast, I'm Korean, and we have a really tight knit family group. It's a very nucleus. It's a really big nucleus family normally, but because it's only my immediate family, my mom, my dad, my older brother, that we're here. Like we're very close knit together, but doesn't mean necessarily that we're like well functioning by any means. Like we're very not well functioning sometimes. <laughs> Like truly, like oh my god, I talk to my therapist about this all the time. I'm pr- pretty sure she's sick of me here talking about my family, but I will go on and say that it was so stressful just being in my home again because my brother was also doing his online classes and like 
my parents are also trying to adjust to us like being back at home but they were really thrilled to have me and my brother back home but i was less than thrilled and i also didn't expect this to continue happen right it was just i keep saying this but it was just extremely difficult for me to accept that i was back home and i kind of lost that independence independency that i was looking for and 18 to like 25 is like the time when you start like developmentally when you start to get out of your parents like ideals and beliefs and just like value systems and like develop your own and become your own person almost <laughs> but that's been delayed a lot yeah. for us right now i am currently 22 john will be 22 pretty oh soon actually oh my god months, yeah, <laughs> i just thought about it i was like oh my god i thought you had a few more months left but you literally have like it's yeah okay anyways yeah so that's been happening for me it took me really hard time and i know we i said i mentioned this but we said that you know maybe of this year 2021 we really adjusted to being back home but i don't i like we said it's always a wave of tsunamis it's a wave. and it's as a we tsunami, said we are an anti-tsunami zone over here <laughs> like if no <laughs> no tsunamis are well, allowed <laughs> No, um, well, I was going to say, I remember Haven and I had to be, like, towards, like, I would say, like, April, May, June, we had, we started having these conversations, um, because me and Haven, a lot of times, and I guess our friend called us out on it, or, like, dissociative, dissociative. Properties? Um, <laughs> remember that? Oh, remember that I forgot about that, but thank you for bringing it up. <laughs> And I remember because we like wrote letters to each other and we were like, yeah. Oh. In the beginning of, this, of the pandemic, we were like, okay, we're gonna keep in touch and we're gonna write letters and yeah. be like, be genuine and like. But now the mailing system has taken so long for it to deliver anything. <laughs> like <laughs> everything just was like against us for some reason, and it's not like we couldn't text each other. But I wanted them to have like physical copies of like, hey, I'm thinking about you, like. And right. I sent John and like our other friend like letters and like origami stuff for some reason. And I was yes, like, okay. I and I also and I sent, sent John. Yeah, you did. And I also sent John for his birthday, like a little card that was like a diagram of life and just kind of like. It was so nice. I and like little pop-ups and little like yeah. diagrams. And it was and like drawings and things. But like, you know, like we were trying to make it fun. We were trying to make it light. It's yeah. not, not that I wasn't focused academically. It was just extremely difficult for me to be motivated academically when all this shit was going on in the world and people were dying like by the thousands every day yeah it was remember a lot. when that, that was happening that in and of itself like literally not even i mean it's still happening like it's we kind of that was another thing on our like on our mind that's still in our mind today like it's literally like sad what is happening like how our government had kind of haven't taken it seriously until like very recently and like just, Until I mean, much every, later than they should have. Yes, and it's kind of that was also a heavy toll, and just being scared for like our parents and like our communities, like who's like the public health of just everyone. It was the vulnerable of, was, populations that are being exposed, and like how do they protect yeah. themselves if they don't have the resources or the means to do that? And it was extremely, and it was and is extre still extremely scary really from is. that point of view. And that is also that's what I mean about tsunami because. Sometimes you forget about it. You're so adjusted, you like literally forget that like people are like literally like suffering so much right now. They are, and it's still scary. Like there is no doubt that it is still scary. Like we are living in a very scary, very 
extraordinary circumstances we are living yes. in. And there is no oh. way to downplay that. Like, there isn't. And I'm not even going to try to downplay it. No. Um, but the thing is also, I remember me and Haven kind of were, like, dissociating. And it was a distraction from everything that was happening, from our personal lives, from what was happening in our communities, what was happening, you know, family-wise, what was happening, every everything, like, global, like, health, like, everything was happening. I think that's kind of why we were in such, like, a dissociated state. And um, there are months I don't remember. Yeah, like, like I don't remember like, June, July, August. I don't uh, remember. You know what? I let me take it back. I don't remember April, May, June, July. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned I might remember like a couple of days, like probably when we met up and stuff. But like, yeah, besides that, like, like the few times when I actually had contact with people, I remember. Yeah. But like the rest, I don't. Yeah, I mean, speaking on that, how is it being a college student? in the pandemic, like specifically from a college standpoint, like classes, like you said, we are seniors, like living at home, doing classes, doing classwork. Like, what is that like for you? Because I know how it is for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I'm being completely plain honest here, last semester for the spring of 2020. So two semesters. No, sorry, fall of 2020. Oh yeah, fall of 2020, yeah. Um, I didn't do great. I'm usually the type of person that will try until the last minute, talk to the professors and like talk to the TAs about everything and just like make sure that like, hey, like I know I missed some things. Is there any way I can make it up? Like do that proactive like thing of like, hey, I'm going to be X, Y, Z. Like, can you help me with X, Y, Z? You know, but last semester I wasn't proactive at all. I had no motivation to do really anything. I didn't even talk to my professors about what I was going through or like my needs are. I mentioned to a few of them, but I didn't even bother talking to the rest because I imagined that they also had their own shit going on and that I didn't want to add to like whatever it is. And like the professors are always so nice and so considerate and understanding, but I wasn't in a space, mental space where I could really accept that they could give me the compassion and the understanding that I needed. And it was a lot. I needed a lot of understanding and compassion if I'm being honest. Um, I think I failed a few classes. I did well on some classes. Like I, don't really know. I haven't checked my grades, if I'm being honest. I really suffered a lot academically, both mental and in the mental health department. I was at the lowest of the low. One time I was like heading back from Target or like a doctor's appointment. And I started just bawling in my car and started having like a panic attack and I couldn't breathe. And I remember calling John about it and he was like, okay, you need to like stop driving. And like, Go. like you need to stop driving and just like take some deep breaths where you are and just like be okay like feel a little better again and I was like that's not how that's how it's gonna happen and that day I don't remember the specific day but I started to call all the mental there like mental health therapists in my area and that will take my insurance and that day I found a therapist and I started talking to her about what's been going on in my life and I started crying too yeah, I remember. I don't know if I ever told you like the full story, but um, that's kind of what happened, and that's how I started to see a clinical therapist about my yeah. depression and like my anxiety. And it's really hard for me to actually like talk about this publicly because I still am not the biggest respondent of getting treatment for mental health. I know I recommend it for everyone, and I'm a big advocate for it. But for myself, it's so hard to accept that for some reason. Yeah. And it's been really difficult. 
Yeah. No, no, I, I know. I mean, I, I was there. Yeah. Kind of, not really, not physically. I mean, but. this could be a drinking game. Like, everybody, take a shot. Uh, how many times I've said it's been really difficult and hard. Like, I'm sure you've been, you would be done by now. <laughs> You know what? Everyone just take a shot. Just take a shot. Anytime we mention tsunami, take a shot. Anytime we mention living at home and being college students, just take a shot. So by the time you're here, you'll be well drunk. Every time me and Heyman talk... Just take a shot. Yeah. I mean, okay, I didn't even mention this. It's a little off topic, but um, I kind of had like a huge um, crush on someone. Okay, so as I was saying... <laughs> As I was saying before, um, yeah, that situation was really tough because, um, sadly, I never will see, um, I probably will never see him again. So that was really hard to kind of get your head around, get my head around very hard, um, which I like totally forgot. And that like, it seems really stupid. Um, and it was really stupid. Honestly, it was really dumb, but, um. It really it was wasn't. <laughs> it really wasn't dumb. It was actually a very um, genuine. We'll get, we'll get to we'll get into that in another episode though, because that like, you know what I mean. We will. Um, yeah. But in you shouldn't discredit like, your feelings. Yeah, I guess. I guess you're right. But in terms of being like a college student at home, uh, not the best. Um, I would say ugh, academically, I. Did okay. Like I, I don't think I was. John literally did so well, and he's just like downplaying it. He's 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 a really good student. Like if anything that I could say for John, he's really uh studious, and he's really like. I don't want to say failure. Yeah, yeah, that's the word. That's a better word to put. I was gonna say committed, but I was like, you're not that committed. (laughs) Um, I I became a lot less committed, especially this semester. I think this semester is like. The opposite happened for us where I was extremely dismotivated, unmotivated, and just like, I don't want to do anything. Like, what's the point of anything? But John, this semester is kind of like me now and me then. And I'm kind of like John then, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of of did flip roles, actually. That's kind of funny. But, um, no, it's not like I was super motivated. You were. You were motivated to, you're motivated because you thought you were going to go back. I knew I was like oh, the pessimistic bitch that. that was just like, we're not going to go back. It's all going to be fucked. Like who's going to come back to DC I when like, like the international populations, like everywhere. And like people are traveling and there's like the international airports, like two international fucking airports there. Like who's yeah, going to come back. Um, but yeah, that is true. I did have that motivation factor because I did think I was going to go back in the spring. And okay. Something I also want to mention, it was very, I think this is why I kind of had a fallout with a lot of my friends yeah. on my home. Because it was very weird to see other people our age going back to school and like living like there was nothing happening. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. We even, okay, should we talk about how when we went to DC? That is up to you. You can talk <laughs> about that. That could be another episode. <laughs> I think that should be another episode. Okay, well, I first. No, yeah, we'll we'll wait for that one. But um, you can give like a brief summary. Yeah, I think so. Me and Haven had enough, both of us, in like October. <sighs> True. Like, we were over it, and we really, we were looking at apartments in DC. We were like, we were doing everything. We were like, we have to go back. We, we needed a break. We, we needed a break from this weird codependency yes. life that we were living in. 
So we even literally drove 10 hours, like literally. That day. In, <laughs> literally in Maniac because we wanted to get Nando's. Oh, that's <laughs> another episode we got to talk about. That isn't a whole other episode, but basically that was our motivation factor. And then once we're getting good food. Yeah. And then our friend kind of was like, Oh, like you guys are coming down, we should meet up. And of course we were like outside, masks on, everything like that. Numbers were, were down. Like safety numbers, protocols were on. <laughs> yeah. Numbers were down. Like they were very down. So like yeah. we decided to go when it was like safe. Um but that was actually probably my second tsunami. <laughs> <laughs> Just witnessing this, the once lively and vibrant and transient city be absolutely dead. I'm telling you, yeah. there was nobody. No one. We There were some people like in the mall and like things like that. But those areas are kind of always crowded. And it was, it was a beautiful day. It was a weekend. Weekend. A beautiful day, a weekend. And Campus we, is done. We walked. We walk, yeah, we walked through campus, which would usually be alive and vibrant, and it was just dead, dead, deader than dead, like deader than a, like dead. And me and Haven, literally, we talk about this all the time. We kind of had like an out of body experience. We were like, like we even even cool. visiting DC, I was like, oh my god, like this isn't happening. Like, what the fuck is yeah. going on? It just didn't feel real. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that end was a little worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the 10-hour drive, worth it. Worth it. Fucking worth it. I think that was also the second. Because I think also right around that time is kind of when... Um, I, I honestly, I stopped talking to my parents for like... I don't know if you remember that, but for I, quite a while. I do. I think that was all around that time. Because I, just, I was just over it. I was so over everything on the news being bad everything nothing getting better like personally like globally the community like everything kind of sucked um and i kind of i took it on my friends i took it on my parents of course not haven um and like i said it was just weird seeing people going back to school going back to the place where their school is attending classes and stuff and just like going to jobs and internships and you just being stuck at home and not having any independence. It was just very, very strange. And it's still like that now, I would say. And if I'm being, and to be honest, I was, I'm, I was jealous. I Very jealous. I like would more say than it's anything, jealous. More than anything, yeah. I was envious that they were able to do the things that I wanted to do. And like, I just didn't have the guts or the financial means to do it. But also at the same time, it's like not even guts. It's like the genuine concern for other people. Like you know I, I mean? see kids moving down to DC, like they're moving, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why would you take this time? Okay, to be honest with you, I understand if you're an international student with time zone differences, that makes sense to me. Okay, that is a different scenario than someone from like Vermont moving down to DC because for what? Yeah, no, I 100%. To take your online classes in DC when we don't even have classes? also, paying rent, <laughs> utilities, meals, groceries, yeah. like everything. It's a lot. It's a lot, man. But at the same time, I get it. I'm so jealous. Like, I, like, I say this, but it. I'm also like fucking jealous and yeah. envious. I'm fucking jelly. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know, man. It's just, it's a lot. And 
interruptions during classes, you know, things that like, just like, I don't know, being at home is just, like nothing changes. I feel like I, like I said, why did we put in all that work just to be stuck at home again? And like, like he even said, we're seniors, so we don't get to go back. There's no back for us. I mean, spoiler alert, we're still at home. Like, <laughs> um, I was thinking I was going to go back in the spring, but I ended up canceling my housing um, with kind of a lot of persuasion from my parents, to be honest with you. I'm not saying it was a bad decision, but um, and I think I would have come to the same decision by myself. Um, but I, yeah, I decided to stay home just for the safety of myself and others. And um, yeah, I still don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, I really wish I went back just to, you know, visit friends, see, see people do all the things that we used to love to do. The thing is, like, it's completely not the same as it used to be. I mean, me and Haven saw it for our own eyes. Um, it, it makes it sound like we're not grateful for what we have. And it makes it sound like no, we're kind we of whining are. a little bit. But I don't okay, I don't want to come across like that, but also like we're mourning we what we had, lost. We're mourning what we, we lost. We were, it's literally a mourning experience. Like for us, we literally lost all those connections, all those things that we had planned. Like there's nothing for us in DC anymore. There's nothing there for us. And we will never go back. And even if we did go back, it would be like for a week or something, or if we would have to get a job and pay for stuff. And it's just gonna be a lot of different things that we would never have thought about if we went back. You know what I mean? It, no, I do understand what you mean. And it's just, I don't want anybody who's listening, whoever that may be. I don't know who y'all are, but y'all are weird for listening to this because maybe for our own entertainment. So, like, I don't know Where, who y'all are. I don't know who the 28 to 34-year-old Who is. the fuck are y'all? But, like, I think for the, those who have already graduated from higher, higher education or those who have already are going through this process, being a college student is a completely different experience than being an adult, I think. Yes. Like, you can still be different. an adult and be going to college and, like, you know, go back to college and whatnot. But when you're going, like, fresh on from, like, 18 to, like, 21, 22, that age, you're extremely, extremely different. You're not an adult. You're pretending to be an adult in the bubble world that mm-hmm. you're being surrounded and protected by the university. And I'm not saying that going back to D.C. is an impossibility for us. And, I'm sh- you're, and you're yeah. not saying that it's an impossibility for us. We're saying that the responsibilities and the means and purposes of going back will be for completely different reasons than when we were back there. When we were college students, it was more for fun. It was more for socializing. It was more for like, hey, let's do something spontaneous and like we can do that. But if we go back to DC, it'll mostly be for work purposes or for visiting friends purposes, but it won't, and it will have the same nostalgia. It will, it definitely will. But it won't be the same as living there and being interactive with this, being interactive and active in the city where you live in. Because let's be honest, people can live in D.C., but no one really lives in D.C. They all live outside of D.C. and work in D.C., if that makes sense. Right. Like no one is really. It's a very, very, very strange city. Like no one is really like. You know yes. this, but like sometimes yeah. we just like get up and we're like, hey, want to like go to the do- monuments at like 12 a.m. and just yeah. like go there. <laughs> and we're just like, okay, yeah. And amazing. the only people we really see are like other college students who are also in that area. And yeah. maybe we're living in our own little bubble world. And maybe this, like, I'm just craving the fantasy and the nostalgia again, but it 
it is definitely different from being an adult in DC versus being a college student in DC. I just want to make that like distinct distinction clear. And it's not like we're saying like, oh, boohoo, like we lost so much. To be fair, we did lose, lose a lot, but we also gained a lot from this. And I guess some of the things I gained to make it a little bit more positive is I definitely deepened my friendship with the few people that are still in my life. Period. Especially John. Also, before you go off on this, I need to give another hand. Everyone <laughs> another hand for Haven for saying what I was in my mind, but I couldn't get out. So give, everyone give it up. Give Anyways, it up. Speaking on that, Haven, what have you been up to? What are new hobbies to distract you? New life interests, interests that you've dropped, new interests that you have gained. What What's up? What's happening now? I've gained a lot of unhealthy habits in the first few months. Actually, in like the most of the months in quarantine, not going to lie. I've got into like weird things like origami again and like I've been making like I, I was like making dinosaurs and like like little like dragons that, that is not an unhealthy habit <laughs> what are you talking it's about it's an interesting ho- habit that I didn't okay, think I would take my unhealthy up. habit is making art no yeah <laughs> uh that hobby is like I kind of got back into art a little bit more but um during like the breaks like when like you know I had a bit more time on my hands I've also gone into hanging out with my dog a lot more again because in school time I wouldn't have the opportunity to like walk him to like play with him to like socialize with him and just like like be a fucking idiot with him to be honest like he's such a weird dumb dog but I love him so he's much he's a very weird dog he's a weird ass I've dog I've never met him but he's very dumb. I yeah <laughs> um I gotten closer with my family I've gotten a little bit closer with my brother but we definitely had our share of fair fights almost every other day <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, some new habits that are that I've only just started picking up since the new year. Let's be honest, this isn't really a habit yet. I'm trying to make it into a habit. Is I've been trying to get up early in the day and do like morning oh, yes. stretches with my dad. I love this. Okay, and actually eat breakfast, which I don't really necessarily eat breakfast like at all. Yo, 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 Sorry to cut you off. This <laughs> is such an improvement. I cannot stress this enough. This is improvement. <laughs> Like improvement, improvement city, like 101. Let's go. <laughs> improvement city 101. Exactly. Sorry to cut you off. But no, but like, John was really th- with me through the thick of it all, through when I was dragging my feet in the 10 feet of mud. And mind you, I'm only 5'1, so I was drowning in mud constantly. <laughs> <laughs> you would have to climb another person. You'd I have, have to climb, climb another me and more to just try to get out of that wall. And I'm just like, that mud. And I'm just like, oh God. And John really saw that. Like me struggling a lot and he was one of the few people that understood what I was going through even uh, many of my friends weren't that understanding not understanding they were just in different positions of their lives that's what I that's literally yeah that, I mean that's just what happened that like yeah so many people were just in different places right now yeah and that's weird for us because we used to go to school with people who were in the same place as us so i think that was also a big there's like a really weird disconnection of like oh like are you okay and then we're like we're not okay but then other people are like oh i'm doing great yeah like i'm doing fucking fan-fucking-tastic i'm like oh cool 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 i'm not but you can be happy and that's great right. but also fuck you for being happy <laughs> <laughs> no there's definitely an emotional disconnect it is um, and I, to be fair with you, I haven't been working out as extensively as I have been. I've only been doing stretching and just like little exercises, if I can even call it that. Just honestly, I've just been stretching a lot. (laughs) 
Stretching is good. It is. Stretching I go is on a lot of walks with my dog, if that counts as you any form of exercise. That counts. You I, yeah, that's about it. And because it's been so snowy and so freaking slippery around, I feel like I'm like risking my life every time I go on a walk. So maybe that should count as like an exercise. <laughs> yeah risking your life exercise. risking my life i think definitely counts as like oh damn she's like risking her life to walk her damn dog <laughs> it's definitely physical activity you know yeah i've also gone back into cooking again but not as expensively oh, yes. as i was with my when i was like living you know with roommates and stuff but i've made some really fun recipes like fried chicken sandwiches that i sometimes sometimes do i make a lot of great chicken dishes if we ever have chicken in my household <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are a few things I've gotten interested in, but John, mm-hmm. what about you? Like, what are some new hobbies? Like, what have you been up to? Like, any interests? Like, are you picking up any unhealthy habits? Like, I know you exercise every goddamn day. And that is one of the things I'm so proud of John for. He is absolutely a beast at keeping physically active. Um, yeah, I mean, that's like the thing um being alone and luckily i found my dad's old barbell and bench press thing where he actually like had weights it's really old really rickety i I injured myself i remember you hit (laughs) your head um a barbell fell on my neck oh Um, god yeah so i mean it wasn't that bad but um yeah i mean that's like the thing that's kind of kept me going i think that's also like a good thing because some of the things i do here i'd be really scared to do in the gym just because um anxiety (laughs) anxiety yes literally anxiety of people judging you when they don't care but um, literally no one cares yeah i've been able to um develop a new workout routine you know keep it fresh keep it nice i do yoga too now which is something i never did I know. I'm so proud of you. I've always done like yoga every now and then just to like stretch and just, I try to do a collection of everything just because I want to know what kind of exercises I'm fit for because some of the really like hit or like extensive, like, um, mat workouts aren't not the best for my knees or my hips. So I always try to be a little bit careful of that. But John, my dude, he has a whole history of like freaking working out and exercising and being on like sports teams. I tell (laughs) you. yeah i guess oh my god my mom <laughs> anyways um yeah no i do yoga every other day now and that um actually really helps me you know get on track you know start doing things unhealthy habits um i'm actually the opposite of haven i've been waking up very late mm. um going to bed really like at 2 a.m um 2 3 a.m kind of is my average time um so I'd say that's pretty unhealthy, you know, considering I used to get up for my internship and take like and walk and take the metro and be there at like, I don't even know, like eight, nine. Yeah. Like, you weren't doing a lot for that internship. Were you getting paid <laughs> no, at all? I wasn't getting I was getting credit. Oh, okay. That's class. I guess a little different. Yeah. A little bit different. Um yeah. And we'll we can talk about unpaid internships. Oh, <laughs> I have a whole story for those. <laughs> um but yeah, I would also say my interest in K-pop has also became like an obsession again. Flourishing, where, where just, absolutely yes. flourishing. And I don't even think that's a bad thing. I think before it was just like, I listened to songs, that's really it. But now I'm kind of um, getting back into it, like really. He's watching the host shows. He's watching the yes. interviews. He's watching everything. Yeah. 
Literally he's watching the album compilations and he's watching the behind yeah. the scenes. He knows what's yeah. going on. <laughs> Why are you saying like you're announcing my life? I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> but um, okay, I just want to add another unhealthy habit, which I need to really okay. kick because it's draining me financially. Is um I do retail therapy, which is horrible. Oh yeah, that's not good. It's I not even retail therapy. That. Sometimes I justify it as like, oh, I need this. But like sometimes I don't need it, and I probably didn't. Okay, but sometimes you do because I you do make smart decisions. I do sometimes. make sometimes, <laughs> mind you. Key word being sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes. So the most recent, I guess, expensive purchase I made is my little mini standing it's desk. Really amazing. Yo, it's it's like a half standing desk, and I got it because I wanted to work on my bed. To be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But it's really great because it tilts and has different angles. And I also got it like a 10% coupon off for it. So it was really nice. And it sits nicely on my desk and I can stand up and like do some work because I don't want to get turtleneck that everyone's like telling me and like telling me to fear. So <laughs> that's why I got a standing desk too. Yeah. Honestly, I like it. I, I like, like it. It, it, ain't, it ain't bad, honestly. And I've also some other purchases I've made include like underwear because I've been like, I need new underwear glasses because my eyesight has changed <laughs> yeah but okay the thing is like you act like those those things are necessary like i got some you know new jeans I mean? without any holes in them so that's nice <laughs> literally like yeah like i feel like havens i think you over exaggerate like the extent of how bad because usually you get stuff you usually have a reason for it I usually, usually and the thing is i use my things really well like once i buy something i like use it to you, death it's not like you forget about it no i use no, it to death I usually get it together. Um, I also recently got some eye care things because my <laughs> my optometrist was like. You're also you also have a part time job now. I do so have a part time job, so I can afford some of these things that I'm buying. Yeah. And I'm hoping that once I um finish with the semester, I can work more so that I can you know save up mm-hmm. for something. I don't know what, mm-hmm. but something. What is that? What's I mean, we'll get into it next time. To be know. honest. <laughs> um. But no, I mean, I used to have a part time job. Uh, we all used to have part-time jobs. <laughs> um, yeah, besides that, I mean, I've been kind of getting closer with my family. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. Sometimes <laughs> um, it ain't good. Sometimes being no, too I, close is really not good. Oh, because I just, like, sometimes I look at them like, oh, my God, I'm going to become like them. <laughs> I am becoming like my mom, and I hate it. Like, I'll give you an example and I can tell you, I can give you like a hundred examples, but like one of them is um, my mom can't really stand like seeing hair or dust on the ground. And it's, it's not like our place is like spotless. It's like full of fucking dust everywhere. But because I have such a limited space in my room, when I see like hair or dust pieces, I'm just like, oh, I got to clean that. So I'm just like, let me sweep, let me vacuum. So I'm just like trying to do that. But I can't do that every time I see like a dust particle. So I'm just like, oh God, I'm turning into my mom. Like, uh. Yeah, no. No, I same same with me. Like sometimes I'm like I talk and I'm like, oh my god, I sound like like my mom right now. I have to stop. Or sometimes I'm like I make a noise and I'm like, oh my god, it's like my dad. Oh god. I know it's just the fear of becoming our parents is too real, too fucking real. Yeah, very real. That's why we are trying to go to another country. (laughs) Oh, yes, yes, Um, truly. But yeah, I mean that's really it. Um. I used to kind of hang out with people. Also, I would I would also say this. I mean, I don't think they're listening to this, but um, I also kind of cut them off because I didn't feel like they were being safe, and yeah. I didn't want to hang out with people 
that I knew were doing things that I would never be comfortable with during the pandemic. Especially um, during a pandemic. Weird. It's a very hard choice because I've been friends with these people for a very long time. Very long. But time. at the same time, it's like I need to keep not only my family safe, but the people around me safe. Like I don't know. It was a very hard thing to do. I mean, but the it kind of made it easier that there was other stuff going on. Um, but yeah, I don't hang out with people at all anymore. The thing, <laughs> so like, the, the surprising thing about John is that he has a lot of friends from high school, and maybe that's not surprising. But for me, who was kind of like. <laughs> a floater i suppose like i was i floated from friend group to friend group to social group to social group i never belonged in any like one particular one i never like really fit in with like any if all i just kind of like hung around i have very few close friends from high school that i still keep in contact with that i consider like you know like my best friends of like more than 10 like more than a decade to be honest truly and those are the friends that i've still kept up keep up with and those are like, you know, your lifetime friends are like, you're going to invite them to right. a wedding and they're going to be there for like your freaking, yeah. like everything. But um, John really was close with his high school friends and he was like tight with them from my understanding. Keyword was. Was. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still have some. Actually, to be honest with you, I think they, what, a lot of my, the few friends I still have, I met either before high school or after but they went to my high school so I don't even know if I still have any but yeah I just I stopped talking to them a lot of stuff happened and um I feel like some of them weren't being safe so I made that decision and it was hard and I'm not saying it was right because I don't know it was there's a lot there's a lot going on and it's, that's something I would never think I would have to do choose my friends choose like something because my friends were being healthy like that's something i just never thought it's it sounds so like <laughs> intuitive like oh of course we're gonna be healthy like well, of course we're right. gonna be safe but like when push comes to shove man some people are dumb some people don't fucking care some people yeah, are just people gonna be dumbasses regardless and being selfish especially yeah. in this country oh you know. dear god i also want to mention real quick it was, I, it didn't hit me then, but it was also a lot, and I don't want to like get political or anything to see the capital being stormed oh. because we used to live there. And we have friends there still. <laughs> yeah. So that was a whole other added thing that kind of made our situation unique because when it was there, I was worried about my friends and stuff like that, but just also seeing dc in that state was extremely shocking to me because there and are so protests sad. and there and so there's large protests there all the time like all the time, all the time. but it never gets to that level no. so just seeing all that happen was a lot to take in and really fucking disappointing yeah we're not a politically driven mm. podcast at all by any means but mm. it speaks volumes when our almost second like town away from like our home like i guess like, yeah. our, like our secondary home kind of yeah. secondary home almost yeah was stormed like that and to be fair it's not like i was in dc for like a really long period of time compared to john right. it's just i adjusted and i made great friends and i had a great community but that was kind of gone all of a sudden and it sucks to feel that way and it sucks to feel like you lost that 
sense of belonging and that sense of secondary home that I thought I had. It was, it was like that, but then like that added insult to injury because mm-hmm. it was literally like, where we like we used to walk the mall all the time and we used to like just have fun and just like to have that place be what it was like and to see like all the evil and bad things that were happening it was just very it felt like i was part of history if that that makes it any like clear yeah it just felt like i was part of something bigger than myself and yeah and like we said we have a lot of we still have a lot of friends acquaintances whatever you want to call them still living there so that was also another scary thing um so yeah i just wanted to add to that because that was like kind of a unique situation for us i don't know if you like felt that way or not but yeah i did but more than the capital being stormed i was just concerned about all the anti-masking protests and everything yeah. that was going on and we're not going right. to get too much into that aspect no. because we're just going to talk about our own experiences and we're very pro fucking masks <laughs> on no masks off mask like we're fucking masks on <laughs> if you want to wear two wear two masks Don't like wear a mask you. one or mask two like whatever you Mom want literally wears two masks on a face shield like no one is stopping her no one <laughs> no one is stopping you either no oh, clearly no one is stopping her clearly <laughs> no one <laughs> yeah kind of like a final question sort of thing yes i'm ready i wanted to just say before you answer like we don't know what's gonna happen um no one does we're not don't take what we're saying as like the truth um but what do you think will life will be like quote unquote after the pandemic ends whether that be you know this summer this winter next year (laughs) years beyond that Will it ever end? What are your thoughts on it? That's an excellent question, John. And I don't think it'll end until maybe next year, if I'm being honest, for everybody to be vaccinated, for everybody to be taken care of in that sense. Um, Maybe the pandemic for me and for my family will end in the summer because we might get vaccinated by then. And maybe New York State will finally fucking do what it needs to do and vaccinate people and all that kind of stuff. But we don't know. And I don't have a clear answer for you but I think for myself after the pandemic I'm still gonna maybe wear masks occasionally in public just because I think being in customer service we always get sick by not because of like our own doing but because of like other people like touching our stuff or touching our hands or like touching surfaces and we touch them and things like that so I'm gonna be a bit more careful on that end but I'm also gonna travel whenever I have the opportunity to travel with whatever yes. money I have with whatever resources I have if there's an opportunity for me to go abroad or for me to even like go to a different state I'm gonna like attend I'm gonna do it and another thing that's been gonna do with me and I'm gonna do it with John literally John's gonna be right next to me I'm gonna take him with me everywhere <laughs> we said bare minimum amusement park bare, bare minimum. fucking minimum amusement park <laughs> Hershey Park fucking coming for you <laughs> Hershey Park is our goal right now right now it's our it's goal. our achievable goal Achieve- Not perhaps, even perhaps another perhaps thing yeah I'm it's been in the works for a while is I really want to take a road trip like a, an entire all around the state road trip like that would be something I'm really interested in doing and obviously John will be coming with me I will stuff him in my luggage if I can <laughs> And something else that we will talk about later is 
uh, going to potentially Japan, but that will be in the works for a little bit before that actually happens, just because of logistic purposes. Yeah, money. money, mostly money. <laughs> I honestly, I think governmental-wise, we'll have faster responses to potentially new pandemics that might come, and seeing at how global warming and hopefully climate changes and all the environmental changes that are happening in this world we will have more pandemics and we will have more epidemics i'm not gonna even try to sugarcoat that and if you don't believe that then don't listen to me like if that's not your belief and that's not what your values are then don't fucking listen to me like this is not the channel for you this is not the podcast for you buddy because we are like pro believers of climate change if that makes sense (laughs) pro believers of climate change i've never been more of a stance than that truly like i believe in climate change i believe in global warming i fucking believe it like i believe the motherfucking polar bears are like not doing so great (laughs) that's what i was about to say i was about to say you know who believes in climate change bears bears penguins definitely do i know the motherfucking penguins definitely believe in climate change at the same time i I would think penguins don't because i don't because they just want (laughs) to suffer and they just want to (laughs) die But, like, also, they want to survive, but in, like, the worst conditions. In, like, so the worst way climate. possible. They want to survive in the harshest <laughs> climate and conditions possible. We always bring up penguins. I know, and perhaps we should stop. But that's nope. my plans. For- <laughs> Those are my um, thoughts for the after the pandemic. I know I'm not getting too much into governmental or political or like economic figures and that's not my place to do so because I'm not enough educated or well like informed about that enough for me to actually form a factual or informational opinion on it so I'm not going to get into that but for myself I'm hoping I can get out of the house and travel a bit more and any opportunity I have that allows me to travel or go abroad I will take and that's kind of my, not immediate, but like in the works plan. <laughs> right, 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 right. John, mm-hmm. what about you? What do you think life will be like after the Everybody. pandemic? And what are some of your plans? You know, like what do you hope to do and what do you hope to achieve? Um, I think similarly for Haven, or like as Haven said, um traveling is something that i really want to do my cousin and my sister and i were supposed to go to europe last summer Mm. and we saved up a bunch of money and did all these plans and like things um to try to do that and it didn't happen just add 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 to the list of awful things um but yeah i mean me and haven we will go into it in detail but um yeah i that's really priority number one is traveling with and seeing friends again um when it's safe and when i have the opportunity to um i'm definitely a hundred and thousand percent taking john with me to korea to oh we are living up in korea fucking go buck fucking wild yeah no that's happening like homo hill doesn't know what's coming for them (laughs) (laughs) um as far as life itself, I don't think masks are going away. I think it's actually good um, to wear a mask, especially if you are sick or have a cold or pollution. Yeah, definitely. I do think they have a lot of, you know, and maybe the mask industry will get better and there'll be more 
efficient masks and maybe like more comfortable masks perhaps Mm -hmm. as far as government wise i would like to believe that we are will be better equipped to handle pandemics but at the same time going through what we did today um not today going (laughs) specifically today yes (laughs) um what we went through the last year really i kind of gave up my hope in uh people (laughs) so and doing the right things and not going backwards in time so i don't really know what's going to happen um i do hope i will be able to go abroad like haven because i've never been out of the country Mm. um i really do i really want to live abroad experience something new did you finally get your passport by the way oh yeah i got my passport. oh perfect now we can go <laughs> i got my passport i got my passport literally my photo was taken literally a week before we were kicked out of school because <laughs> i still thought we were going to europe over the summer i remember this um yeah so i do at least have my passport yes which is great so you're ready to pack anytime ready to leave yes got it yeah we're ready to go. I'm ready I'll to be there in like four hours and we can go to the airport. No, <laughs> I really want to go to a museum park with Haven. I know this, okay, it seems like I don't have like any like job ambitions and that's because I don't. <laughs> um, yeah, He's so I mean, serious about that. I'm a little scared. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm applying to jobs, but I'm half-heartedly applying to jobs. So I really don't care. Um, no, I need, I'm going to need to work to have money to do all these things, obviously. Um, like we're so, not yeah. like yeah we're dumb yeah 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 we're you we're uniquely dumb but like we know some certain facts in life okay like yeah, we know like, something we are going to need to work like um, we know things not a lot but some things we know <laughs> yeah but I I mean I don't know how I don't know how travel is going to work I don't know how any of like travel especially abroad like is there going to be a vaccine passport yeah. Um, are vaccines going to be distributed better? Like, is, are things going to go upwards? It seems like it is. It seems like actually the U.S. kind of has it together compared to a lot of countries um, with the vaccine, which is kind of hopeful. But at the same time, we've seen how the um, vaccine has been distributed here. So even though it's better than other countries, it's... um. It's still not great. <laughs> yeah, um, truly. And also, I think for the U.S., we kind of needed the vaccine because of how bad our numbers really are. Yeah, um, it's not I, great. I really just want to I want to hang out with Haven more. I want to hang out with friends more. Yeah. Um, I want to be able to, like, look at John and just, like, talk to him without masks, without knowing that we're going to be safe, you know? No, we're going to be safe without like digitally things like that. Yeah. Um, I want to meet new people too. I mean, I, I just want to I want to go on an experience. Um, and I want to live abroad with Haven, mm-hmm. even though she might not want to. I definitely want um, to. Like you know, I fucking want to. Like why would I you even? Think would, that? I think we would be little buses, but in the past, if you imagine you're uniquely dumb in another country, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> and also, I'm ready for that international coverage. So like, don't. I'm ready. And we can even record in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. We were recording in the same room together. So we'd run the Zoom every time we want to do a podcast. Exactly. Uh, for those who don't know, we're like in different states right now. So please don't come at us if the audio quality is not the best. We were trying our best. Yeah. And this is a new hobby that we both picked up. 
during yes, the pandemic. That's something we're great. We didn't even mention a good mm-hmm. new hobby that we both picked up is podcasting. We both love it, even though if you guys hate it or if your friend if you're my friend and I told you to listen to it and you hate it, I don't care. I'm having a blast. It's for our it. own fucking amusement. If you hate yeah. it, fucking leave. No one wants to. If you are pro tsunami anti-climate change like anti-clapping then like we don't want you here like go no one asked for you here like get the fuck out what are you here for but um, do take a celebratory shot if you've made it this far and <laughs> heard all yeah, of if you really made it this far if this you made it this lot. far like <laughs> fucking take a shot my friend you deserve it that's for you bad all the way around all the way fucking around say? i don't remember what i was gonna say oh no, I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> the just, point is, we both really want to leave this make country. <laughs> make new memories, leave this country, be independent. Yes. I think those are the three things that we want the most. Mm-hmm. And hey, maybe we'll go to another country and hate it, but I really want to do it because... Like, I want to have the chance to hate it before I think I'm going to hate it. Yeah, before I think about it. Exactly. Yeah. And it might take, like I said, if you asked me freshman year at GW... I'd have been like, I hate this place, but over time it got amazing, and I was able to experience amazing things. So amazing that now I'm sad that I'm not there. <laughs> what? So a, what ironic? What ironic? Um, but yeah, I think that's like the goal. I think trying to find a job. I hope me and Haven gets to go down to DC to take grad pictures if we're like both vaccinated by then. I know that's like a stretch. Yeah, who um, knows? But hopefully, I'll be vaccinated soonish maybe i am in the process of getting vaccinated right now so that's a good thing for me and my family claps for fucking john very blessing very good blessing that we were able to schedule an appointment because everyone living in the state of new jersey knows that is not easy um Mm. it's very high um probability you won't get it but um that's a whole other i don't even know if we want a podcast about that because that's a lot that's a lot that's too much (laughs) that's a lot it you know it's a lot but um, yeah, uh, kind of just looking forward to the future, but also cautiously because I don't even know how long that's going to take. Um, I don't know how the world is going to be different after this, and dependent by cu- country to country, and dependent, dependent, dependent by like your state to state, your local counties, your like districts, and everything. And for the few people that are actually listening to this and made it this far, I hope you're being safe. I hope that you're being healthy in the best possible way and if you are an essential worker whatever work you have thank you for all that you have done and contributed yep. during the give pandemic give it up for those healthcare workers give it up for everyone we claps all around claps like round of applause yeah. for everybody no like standing ovation like standing fucking all ovation all the way over the feelings like all that yeah yeah all of that and I think that's where we'll leave it off we just want to obviously tell you that this has been our pandemic experience thank you for all the healthcare workers and grocery stores and nurses and everybody that are everybody everyone who's considered everyone who's following the rules everyone who's following the rules everyone who's wearing masks everyone who is trying to be the safe as they be as safe as they possibly can be thank you and if you made it this far and you are my friend and you are feeling the same way please don't be scared to reach out to me or Haven. I mean, if you know Haven, it'll be a little bit weird if you didn't we talk <laughs> about these things and <laughs> you didn't know her. Um, but yeah, if you're like feeling the same way, um, don't 
don't be scared to talk because I probably miss you. <laughs> yeah, so I think this is where we'll leave off. So, bye, friend. Bye.